Welcome to the Compassionate Wellness Podcast. I'm Alex Trainer. I'm a nationally board certified health and wellness coach, and I am so excited you're here. The wellness industry is full of do's and do nots, shoulds and should nots, but I like to take a different approach. I'll be sharing all things health and wellness from a joyful, real life, compassionate perspective. If you're ready to drop the cookie cutter approach and create a life you truly love while eating a cookie or two along the way, let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Compassionate Wellness Podcast. Today I am excited to talk a little bit about a tool that I use with every single one of my clients. It is one of the first things that we do with coaching and very foundational to any kind of behavior change, but specifically health and wellness. That tool is um, creating a health and wellness vision. And I just want to start by saying that I am fully aware that sometimes I would say most times, the desire for change sprouts from a negative place. We hit this moment where something has to change. We cannot continue feeling the way that we've been feeling, and that is what often spurs us into making a change. And I just really want to honor that. I feel like that is a sacred space. It's a hard space to be in that moment, almost, I don't know that I'd say rock bottom, but it's hard to feel at the bottom and know you need something to be different. So I just want to honor that. I also know that negative head spaces don't lead to sustainable change. So while it spurs that initial moment of saying like, yes, something is going to be different, I'm going to do things to change. That part, that negative headspace, that feeling of being at the bottom only represents half of the equation. We know what we don't want to do, and the trouble becomes figuring out what we do want to do. Um, And oftentimes when we're starting a change, all we know is that we can't stay in that same place. We can't be where we were. Something has to be different, but there's kind of this void when it comes to what, what we're working towards. And that's really where creating a health and wellness vision comes into practice. And that's why we do it at the very beginning, because it's not enough to know what you don't want. You also have to know what you do want. And that often gets missed. Some of the benefits of having a vision, it's really important for that sustainability. It's very motivating. So when you focus on what you don't want to happen, you're playing defense. You are pushing behaviors away. You're trying to put your energy into control. You're saying, I don't want that. But of course, like when I tell you, don't think of a purple elephant, the first thing we see is a purple elephant. You've probably heard that example before, right? Focusing on what we don't want puts us in that space where we don't want to be. When you focus on what you do want to happen, you're playing offense. You're attracting behaviors to you. It feels a lot more magnetic and it helps pull you towards a change rather than feeling like you're pushing a change or pushing behaviors away from yourself. I have been watching a lot of hockey. It is the Stanley Cup and the Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup Finals, so we are watching a lot of hockey at my house. And one thing I've noticed is that when my team, the Knights, when they are on defense, when they are by their own goal and the other team is attacking, it's exhausting, right? Like you're invested and you're watching and it's tiring and you're like, please just get out of here. I don't want this to happen. We need to just get out of here. It's hard. It's hard 
as a fan, I'm sure as a player, I've never played hockey, but I'm sure that's hard too. When you're playing defense, it's hard and it's exhausting and it's very much, it takes from you. I compare that to when my team is at the goal, when we are pushing towards there and trying to score and it's close and there's still that melee happening. It's the exact same situation, just the opposite side. It's very energizing. It's exhilarating. It's hopeful. The energy is high and it feels sustainable because you're excited about it. And so to me, that really shows the benefits of having a vision and how motivating it is. It's a completely different feeling, even though the actions are the same, whether you're on defense or on offense, the teams are just flipped, right? You're either uh, focusing on what you don't want or focusing on what you do want. And the, the feeling is very different and the energy you're able to put into it is very different. I just want to also say I know very little about hockey, so if that didn't make sense, I apologize. That's just what came to my mind as I was preparing this today. Having a vision also helps us feel sustainable with behavior change because it gives us some direction. When we know what we don't want and something interrupts our plans, it feels like a failure and we just know that wasn't right. When we know what we're working towards, and something interrupts our plans, we can pivot. We know the end goal, and so we know we can keep things flexible and that we can keep our options open, and there's still a way to achieve it rather than knowing the thing I don't want happened, and so it's a failure. Health and wellness visions are also very personalized. Focusing on what we want helps us to define and discover what really aligns with our own values. So often, we are told what we should want. We are told what health and wellness looks like, what that definition must include. And part of creating your own health and wellness vision is defining that for yourself and really taking a moment to pause and to say, what would that look like for me, regardless of what any other voices tell you? I want to touch on some of the things that are included in a health and wellness vision, some of the things that we explore through coaching um, so that you can start thinking about some of these questions and put together some ideas of what maybe you do want to work towards. And I just want to preface this by saying it is completely personalized. This is yours and you have full control to be creative with it, to include other things that I don't mention, to dismiss things that I do mention to, to consider. This is really for you. Give yourself um, something exciting that you're looking forward to. The first thing that we review as part of a, a wellness vision would be to think about your values. We like to get really clear on what is important to you. In order to create something that aligns with your values, to create goals that get you where you want to be, you have to be very clear on what your values are. Values are what keep you going when you face challenges. This is going to be hard. Change is always hard. There is going to be a day that you don't feel like doing whatever actions or behaviors or choices that you do want long term, but it's hard in the moment to make that choice. Building your goals and your vision around the values, the things that are important to you are going to help you to navigate through that hard time and to give you that bigger picture that you're working towards. Some of the questions you might consider when thinking about your values would be, how would you want a close friend or a loved one to describe you? Another question might be, what kind of person do you want to be? 
If you're having a hard time identifying some of the values, there are also a ton of different just lists of values. This is a really common exercise. So if you just Google values list, you will see plenty of different ideas where you can go through and like circle the ones that that feel meaningful to you and then narrow them down. Usually we try to get that whittled down to like less than five-ish, which can be hard. Another thing you may want to consider when creating your vision is your strengths. Really recognizing your strengths will help you to increase your confidence and you can play to those strengths. So considering what it is that you're good at, what qualities are you most proud of? You can also think of strengths as being uh, what do you feel is already going well for you? Where, Where are you excelling and building on what is working for you? The last thing that I'll recommend for um, including in your vision would be to consider your desired outcomes and the behaviors associated with those. Knowing the destination is important to any journey. And so having that outcome, where do you want to be, is an important piece of a vision. And then the second part of that being the behaviors. Don't forget to bring in those specifics. Knowing that you want this desired outcome, consider what you would have to do each day to make that outcome a reality, or even not each day, but what consistent behaviors would you have to regularly do in order to make that outcome come to life? So the questions to consider for this would be, what results do you hope to achieve? What actions are important for you to regularly incorporate to reach that desired outcome? And what activities bring excitement to your health and wellness? What things are going to keep you energized and happy and joyful? What behaviors will bring that in as well? Okay, so you have some ideas of what to consider when creating a vision. Now let's talk a little bit more about what it looks like in practice. How do we create a vision? A vision statement is usually how we do this, which is basically just a description of your best self. It's recommended that you use I statements when you are creating your vision and that you write it in present tense. So instead of saying something like, she will be comfortable in her own skin, I might say instead, I am sitting on the beach wearing bright colored clothes that make me smile because I'm comfortable standing out in a crowd. It's a lot more of a visual and a feeling associated when we use those I statements and speak in present tense. You also want to keep your vision very unique. This is for you, and so don't be afraid to personalize it. You can see in that example I just used, I think feeling comfortable is our, in our own skin is something that's common. I think a lot of people want to feel comfortable in their skin. What that looks like is going to be different for all of us. So for me, that might be wearing bright color clothes and being on the beach. That's, that's envisioning a moment where I feel comfortable in my skin. Consider what is truly important to you, what aligns with your values, and then be descriptive of what that looks like. I'd also say don't rush it. Be thoughtful, make revisions. This can take time to do, and it's not always just a one-time exercise, right? You may come across things in your journey that do feel important to incorporate, and you can always edit and revise and add to your vision statement. That's not a problem. When you're creating your vision, you also really want to focus on the details. Make it almost like a meditation where you can sit and view what you're talking about. Not just the list of what's important to you, but look at what are you doing as your best self? Who are you with? 
What are you wearing? Where are you? What does it feel like to be that person that you've become? What is your mood like? How is your attitude? What activities do you do? How do you approach challenges? Really get specific on seeing that image and making the vision as real as possible. And then once you have that vision, you can focus on bringing it to life. So write it down would be one way to do that. Write it in a journal, hang it up somewhere where you can reread it. You could also create a visual. In the old days, they used to do like the old days. Maybe I'm dating myself. Uh, We used to like cut out things from magazines and make like a vision board. If you have magazines, you could do that. If you don't, I know people will use like Canva or a Pinterest board, something where you can put the visuals of what you see in that health and wellness vision and what feels important to you. Um, That's also something you could print out or put it on maybe your phone background or your computer background. Just really focusing on bringing it to life so that you have that imagery in your head and you can feel the emotion associated with that health and wellness vision. Make this something fun, something that feels creative and enjoyable and something to look forward to, very hopeful. This is really why we focus on this and do this at the very beginning of every coaching relationship because it's exciting and it's important that you not only know what you don't want, but that you know what you do want and that you can create that magnetic approach to your goals that helps to pull you through the hard times because like I said, we, we all know there's going to be a hard time, right? There's always a hard day. There's something unexpected that pops up that's to be expected and part of the process. So starting with a health and wellness vision helps to pull you through that, helps to get clarity on your own values, what's important to you and why this change matters. And that's essential to be able to making a change that's going to last you through the hard times as well. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode and hopefully this helps. I'd love to see if you create a vision board or um, some kind of visual, I'd love to see it. So send it to me if you make something and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Compassionate Wellness Podcast. If this message resonated with you, please share it with someone you care about. I'd love to connect with you as well. Follow me on Instagram at alextrainer.coaching or visit my website, alextrainercoaching.com. And as a reminder, trainer is spelled kind of goofy. It's T-R-E-A-N-O-R. For any references mentioned in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes. I hope you have a wonderful day and don't forget to make time for something you enjoy.